Well, when wrestling makes the world, take CB alongside the one and only Caperoni AD. We're back at it again, Caperoni, for another edition of the show here, Wrestling Makes the World Takes. And this week, what are we talking to our audience out there? So previously, we talked about our recent rankings of our top five heels in the business right now. So we figured, you know, we have to go the other way. And what are the top five faces in the business? It wouldn't be fair, you know, to give love to one side and not the other. We have to go now. It's a trend thing of a song that has to do with being good. Because last week the theme song was I Wanna Be Bad. It's, a, it's so good. It's some, some song like that. It's just, I don't know what I'm talking about. So I'm just yep, going to stop right now. Just give up. Yes, I will. Tap out on that one. Uh, so we're doing top five faces of the week. Um, interesting, and this was actually a tough list for me to put together. Heels was easy. All right, I think of the top bad guys and just kind of rank the puzzle pieces based on like who's got more heat right now. But mm-hmm. faces is a whole different animal for another reason. So, Cabernet, why don't you kick us off at number five? Number five for me um, is I have FTR at number five for me, and you know it's something that kind of happened organically too. Like FTR was a heel when they came in uh, and changed companies, um, and then just you know all of a sudden you know people kind of like gravitated to their like in-ring work that there are these just you know these normal guys that you know gave it their all in the ring and you know fans just kind of gravitated to it and it, it was like a natural thing they turned face it wasn't planned i would say it just kind of happened and they kind of just went with it um and since then they've done a great job you know they had the reign last year you know having all the belts you know the triple a the iwgp uh, and you know now they got the AEW tag titles, they have the uh, Ring of Honor, they have Ring of Honor as well. As well. Yeah. So yeah, they you know they've been on a heck of a run in the last year. Um, I would say as faces, you know they're like the faces you kind of like can relate to as like the normal person. Yeah, and the legendary feud with the Briscoes, the trilogy match they had them last year. Yep, uh, that'll go down as one maybe, of the maybe the best time. ever. Yes, yes, for sure. And how do you not like Dax Harwood? The yep. fucking mustache, just love it. Yep. And they're not like super like ripped guys either. They're like like normal like. They can relate to it because I'm bald and I have facial hair, so I can relate. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like I could be uh, friends with Dax Harwood. You just gotta start drinking tequila like he does, though. He drinks tequila. Yep. All right. Well, I could I drink some tequila. You want me to drink some tequila? He drinks quality tequila though. What kind of stuff? What does he What does he drink? Casamigos. Uh, Casamigos. Yep. Casa Azul. That's like the yeah. that's like the hot one right now is Casamigos. George Clooney owned that's well, yeah, and Casa Azul is like that premium one that people gravitate to as well. Is it, it comes, Fletcher Azul or it Casa? Comes, Azul. No, Casa. It comes in like this giant like white bottle with like a blue uh, like circular cap on it. It's you like cheap. tequila cap, Ernie? Yeah, I've had some bad experiences with it, so Same. I'm trying to steer away from Same. it. Same. Yeah, I mean, every time I think of tequila, I think I just, I'm just going to throw up. Yep, I did. Uh, and I have too. Yep. So, uh, including a couple of weeks ago when I was out of the country. Um, so, uh, nonetheless, um, solid, solid choice. Uh, love FTR. Love, love me some FTR. Um, so, could totally see how you'd have them as the top face. What's uh, your number five? Uh, my number five, I have uh, the returning Adam Cole himself. Bebe. I mean that's that's just a cool entrance in himself. Mm-hmm. Like the way he times out his entrance music, to where he comes out. Well, some and he gets of the things the are like part of his entrance music, though. Like yeah, the boom is part of it. Well, that's the whole. Th- like the way he times out, he gets up in the, a- yeah. the apron and he's waiting for the drum, 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 dr
it was still fun to do that. Yep. It's a great song, too. Yeah, it's, no, a, it's, it's a banger. Boom. It's one of the best ones out there, I would say, right now. It is. Yeah, it is. What would you say your number one entrance music is right now in all of wrestling? Oh, man. See, the issue is I kind of stay away from WWE because all of them are just like that same like instrumental. Except for one. Which is actually my favorite. Or yeah. I would say my second favorite. Well, I'm saying like most of them right now are like all that instrumental right now there. Um I like some lyrics in my songs, you know? Love a good lyric, yeah. Sure. Oh boy. Adam Cole is up there. I do enjoy Kenny Omega's one a lot as well. And I got all the elite that they're using Wayward Sons. That's a fun one. Yeah. I've started to kind of enjoy Roman Reigns one recently. But only like when it's like a big match. Like when he's on like the show normally, I'm like it doesn't do it for me, but it's like a big match. For some reason, it just hits different. Um, you know, I might go Cody Rhodes one as well, but... It's my, I would say it's my second favorite one right now. I think Cody Rhodes might be my favorite one, but you can't say it's a WWE song because he's been using that for a while now. No, that's his own song. I think. Yeah. Like, I, I went down a rabbit hole when they were coming up with that song. Yeah. Or when he was... When he left, when he go, when he joined the Indies, and some, there was some article about it, that theme song, and mm -hmm. uh, Down Straight. I think they did Dolph Ziggler's song, and they did a couple others. Yeah. But I think oh, they, they did... did uh, it is someone else. I, I can't remember who it is, yeah. But they were apparently about to break up, but they were just kind of like on their way out. They are mm -hmm. like, oh, we don't have any real hits right now. We're kind of like growing out of yep. doing this band. We're getting mm -hmm. older and all that. Yep. And then when Cody joined the, or joined, but when he left the, when yeah. he got released for, and he joined the uh, independent circuit, he put out a tweet apparently like, need a new theme song. And he was thinking of using Throne by Bring Me the Rise, which is an awesome song. Too. Yeah. Um, but these down straight guys contacted him and said, let us take down, a, sit down state, down state or down straight. I'm fucking it up. Yeah. I don't know, but nonetheless, the band. Mm -hmm. I gotta get that right. Do we have a. I don't want to. I don't want to shout out the wrong band's name. How dare you? I thought it was you. Down Straight. Let's see. I think it's Down Straight. Uh, artists. But they reached out to Cody and said, "Let, no, let us." Right, it is Downstate. Downstate. Look at that. I fucked it all up again. Yep. <laughs> uh, but they reached out and said, let us take a crack at making a song for you. And they came up with mm -hmm. the song they have now, Kingdom. Yep. It's a badass song. It's a banger. Downstate. Learned something new today. But They're going to see you now. They, <laughs> um, but, I mean, that, that song just hits. Mm -hmm. Every time. Like, I can yep. play that, work it out, and just get pumped. Yep. Yeah, that's on my playlist. The Judas is a good one too, as well. Judas is fun too, in mm -hmm. a different way. But if I'm gonna get pumped, like wrestling, that's more than one. Royal family, just that guitar hit riff at the beginning. Just love it, love it. And now the woe has become a thing since he changed companies. Yes, they all like to woe there. They do yeah. Seth Rollins too. It's, yep, it's a woe. It's a woe company. A lot of woeing yep. going on there. Um, but getting back on track a little bit. Uh, number four. Number four for me is uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, just because of the run they had, you know, in Mania season, or the bread and butter season, as we like to call it. Um, you know, 
really just both of them got extremely, extremely elevated. I was like, especially Sammy, um, you know, because, you know, you go back a year, a little over a year, Sammy was just a nobody uh, on the card. And now, you know, he's one of the top faces in the company, along with Kevin Owens. You know, the Bloodline feud really helped elevate both of them, I would say, because Kevin Owens kind of just going through the motions before all this kind of started. So, you know, um, the fans are really behind them. I will say they kind of have fallen off a little bit since Mania, I would say, but I would still consider them like top faces uh, in the company right now. How long do you think that tag team train for those two goes on? I mean, the way they won it, they took down a team that held it for 500 some days. So I feel like you have to give them a legit run. You can't just have them like just randomly lose it. I mean, the easy thing to do is like they and drop it, and you have Kevin turn on them, and they've Kevin's turned, a badass, they've and they've turned on each other so many times too. Like it's just like, do you revisit that for like the millionth time again, or like how do they end that? I would, uh, I mean, I would love to separate them just to let Sammy go after like the world heavyweight title. Maybe and just have, have a shot like it there. Maybe just have like an amulet. They just lose it, and it's amicable this time, and they just, like, say, like, I want to go after singles title, like, in this, but I'll, but, them but I'll have your back, like, type thing. Could. It would separate them to different brands. So let me ask you this. Does the brand extension mean anything right now after we just went through the draft? I feel like they're still um, crossing over shows yeah. every week. They're not really crossing over that much. No, not too much. Because they didn't... Uh, didn't I, mean, I could have swore, like, Paul Heyman was on Raw... And said, we're, on Friday, we're going to find out on SmackDown. Like, something set up for SmackDown. It's just like, why did they do that? Uh, I don't remember, honestly. But no, I, I, they've been doing a better job with it since before the draft. That what they were doing where it pretty much didn't exist. Yeah. I, that's why I like the... So, our last question before I go back on track here. We've seen a lot with the um, new title kind of alignment and everything. Uh -huh. What do they think they do with this? If if Kevin and Sammy lose the tag titles, do you think they split them, or do they come up with their own set of tag titles for each show? I think you're kind of in the similar boat, like you are with the women, where there's not enough tag teams to have split titles because WWE has always kind of done such a poor job of focusing on the tag team division that they've kind of, you know done this to themselves where there's not that many tag teams to be able to have two separate shows um, with different champions. So I think that's why they've gone the way they have now with the combined champion. So I wonder if eventually, you know, they will go to the single belt uh, like they did with Roman um, or they keep it Raw and SmackDown tag titles and you carry two belts. I would like for them to just get rid of red and blue Come up with one solid belt design. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a new one. Not even a fan of the penny belt design that they have there. Well, they're, they're very cheap looking. Spartan helmets. Like, yeah. What is this here? Come on, come on. They're cheap looking. I mean, I would just go back to the old tag title design they had in mm -hmm. like from like 1988 to like 2010 or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. That that you know belt yep. design I'm talking about. Yep. That the Hardy Boys held, Edge Christian mm -hmm. held, all those. Th th that was my favorite belt design. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with them. Yeah, I didn't mind the ones they had in the 
early 2000s where they when they they had separate tag titles for SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. SmackDown ones had a similar design with the blue, and mm-hmm. then Raw, the World Tag Team titles had that kind of like it's almost like a rounded square kind of thing. With yep. Them. Yeah. Interesting enough, but getting back on track again. I apologize, audience, to keep going off on these sidebar conversations here. Um, but we are at uh, Your number four. My number four top faces. I also have Ko and Sammy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- just think that's th- they've done a great job. I don't think they have the same level of face level opposite of heat. What do we call that? love i don't know admiration i don't know if they have the same level of like admiration that they had uh right around wrestlemania time Mm -hmm. uh it's tough it's tough to be a face it's just it is it is but nonetheless uh for all the same reasons ko and sammy i have a number four cabaroni number three number three for me i have the elite um and you know What's great about this, too, is there's a whole story behind it as well with them, you know, where you've had this where they've been broken up for a while, um, and they've kind of come back together in recent time, um, you know, because for the longest time, you know, you had Kenny who was a heel, the Young Bucks were a heel, Hangman's always been that face, and they've all kind of come back together finally after so far apart, you know, the stories with it, um, to be a face, and, you know, it's something the crowd's wanted for a long time, them getting back together ever since they split um, you know, you had your casual teases with it as well, but now that's finally happened. It's been great, um, and they've done a great job with it. You know, they needed, I think, the right dance partner to come back as faces with, and I think, you know, they have that correct dance partner in the Blackpool Combat Club. Yes. Um, and that's what makes it so great. You know, it's a great feud. You know, you have the great heel team that's done a phenomenal job, and they're doing the great job with the great face team in the Elite. Um, which I also had the Blackpool Combat Club 3 in the heel ranking, so I had an even territory as well. Um, but we talk about having that right dance partner. I think, you know, they have that right dance partner to elevate them as faces. I agree. You need your Rock to your Austin. You need your Hogan to your Andre. You mm-hmm. need your, yep. you know, whatever. And you also kind of have that side piece as well now with Don and Takeshita, like, as dance partners with them as well. So it's kind of, you know, help helping, you know, add another layer to them being faces as well. Yes, absolutely. Sidebar conversation. Who's obviously a face, but what? How would you t- like? What would it be like if Tony Khan turned heel? <laughs> it's like an on-screen um, heel character. He came out one tweet and said, "You know I what? Know. I hate everybody. He, he loves to awkward hug people too much. I don't think he could do it. That could be his thing. He just awkward hugs everybody. <laughs> well, he'd have to stop <laughs> hugging everybody. Could yeah." He like, goes in to hug somebody, and then he has somebody hit him with a chair. He does the thing where he, like, buries his head sideways, like, into their chest, I've noticed, when he hugs him. Like, it's not like yes. a normal hug where you go, like, head over shoulder. He goes head sideways into chest, like he's, like, hugging his mommy or something. I know there's an image of him hugging Claudio Castagnoli, and he looks like he's about to cry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yep, there's always head faces outward into the chest and smiles and like eyes closed, head, yeah. head tilted down a bit. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, there's a boob there. He's got to like, you know, so he can't, that can't go flat. I love him. Our main man, TK. <laughs> Shout out to TK. 
Uh, maybe we'll get to meet him someday. Maybe, maybe. I would love to meet him. He'd probably be a lot of fun. He'd probably come on the show down in this basement, like, because he's like, he's a busy guy. He's one of us, but he just happens to have billions yep. of dollars. Busy guy. <laughs> busy, busy guy. Yes, for sure. Um, my number three, I also have the Elite. Um, I think they're, right now, they're just bona fide faces for in the ring and out of the ring things. Um, and I think they've done a great job of positioning them. I love that Best of Seven series they did with the trios titles. Mm -hmm. Didn't think they needed the trios titles, so I'm no. okay with them giving them to House of Black to kind of elevate them a little bit. Yep. Uh, but I've done, I thought they've done a great job this year, and everybody loves them. How do you not love the Elite? Yep. How do you not love the Elite? I mean, there's probably people that don't like them, but you I'm know. sure. There's trolls in there. Uh, the, the Punk Club. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, yes, yes. Um, but we'll see how that how they play all that out. How would you book that? If you get those two, let's say they both agree to work together, how would you book that? The Elite and well, CM Punk FTR, or, or maybe well, just Kenny. It would have to be a big show, obviously, to do it at. But I would probably do, I'd probably do Punk Kenny. That's what I would go with. But I don't know how you can what you can do with it because they have those NDAs they signed as well. So I don't know what you can and can't do with that. So that's the tricky piece of the whole thing. Like you know, how great a few could they make because of what they had to sign? I think if Matt Hardy and Edge, but they didn't could, have to sign an NDA on that though. Well, maybe they. But like maybe they, they don't have to say anything specific but they can at least like they can't talk about it they can do a wink and a nod be like you know why we're here and you know why we're here there's some shit that we can't talk about but you know what if we want to talk about it let's settle in the ring right now and you, know, you could do something like that but mm. i think just everybody kind of knows yeah like they everybody just knows yeah i don't think you'd have to like worry about the specifics too much but gotta love the elite yeah. On to number two. On to number two. So number two for me is I have Cody Rhodes. Okay. Um, you know, when he left AEW, he was that kind of person where, like, kind of like Roman was in WWE, where, uh, you know, they were kind of, like, forcing him to be a face, but they needed to turn heel. Um, however, Cody, you know, instead of going with that, you know, left and went to WWE as a face and still a face, and, you know, I think he's done a, a really great job being there as a face as well. You know, the crowd's really gotten behind him. You know, he's done some great face promos as well. And, you know, I think the best thing about him as a face is, you know, he does a great job showing emotion in his promos, especially when he came into the company. I think that's what got people behind him is, you know, he tried to relate to the people, you know, and show emotion. And that's what got them behind him so much, I think. Uh, and I think that's why he's been such a great face because, you know, a lot of faces, you know, don't show emotion like he does when he's on the mic. No, no, he looks like he's about to cry half the time. Shows yep. emotion. Yep. So I'm going to ask you this question: Do you think AEW messed up with Cody Rhodes? Um. See, it's tough because he was in a position of power. I think he kind of did it to himself. So I, I can't blame AEW. I think he did it to himself there. Yes, I think they started off obviously legendary and white hot, 
because when you think about it too, if you tiered like the EVPs, Cody was the top tier one, I would say, when he was there. He was, but so I think why that's Kenny, why that's why Kenny got the big run. That's Kenny why I got say, the Kenny still gets yeah, the but Cody today. had that, made that stipulation for himself where he couldn't compete for the title. I don't know why he did that. Why would you do that? So that's what I said. He did it to himself. I mean, they could have worked themselves out of that. They could have said, yeah. "Oh, you know, I'm going to make an exception if you win these next matches. Yeah. Like, we're going to waive that clause." Yeah, could have, but you know, did it himself. Yes. Um, so we'll see. So I can't I can't blame AEW because that's why. I know you're in, you're number two. Uh, my number two I have Seth freaking Rollins. Um, I think he has done a great job of kind of reinventing himself mm-hmm. the past year, and it's paying off with the World Heavyweight Championship. The crowd loves him. Mm-hmm. Get behind him, uh, and he backs it up in the ring. Right on the microphone, too. So I have Seth freaking Rollins as my number two. And then on to number one. For me, I have Seth as my number one. Um, You know, I think it's, for me, he's number one because he's who I view the crowd as most behind right now. Um, You know, for a a while it was Cody, but I think, you know, if we're talking in the right now, I think the crowd's more behind Seth than they are uh, with Cody. Um, you know, because that's really kind of elevated himself in recent time uh, as a face. You know, he was a heel for the longest time. Um, but, you know, you can really never hate on Seth because no matter what role he does, he does a great job in um, and finds a way to get the crowd to react. Um, and, you know, especially with his entrance as well, you know, it's probably like the hottest entrance, I would say, possibly in wrestling right now. Um, everyone wants, you know, to, you know, sing along with this song, you know. Um, and you can't hate on his in-ring work as well. No, you never can. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I, mean, I kind of miss his old theme song. The, like, heavy metal song yeah. they used to have. Oh, they still have to burn it down, though. Yeah. But I thought that was fun. I think I like this one more than that one. This one fits him more. Yeah. But we'll see. And um, that was your number one. My number one, I have... Cody Rhodes for all the same things that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Cody coming off of just, the, I've talked about it throughout several episodes, but the story, the finish the story story that's been going on for seven years at this mm-hmm. point. And that's still going on. Like the way he left, started a company and a revolution, came back and has been on the side and then had the, the rough injury and main evented, and WrestleMania finally came this close to where we thought it was all going to end, but it didn't end, and they're building them back up. And I think someday, just when they finally blow that load, it's going to be the greatest payoff in the history of the business. I just, that's just my opinion. And We hope. I hope. I hope. I mean, there's a lot of different factors that have to mm-hmm. play into that, yep. but... That is my hope. And, you know, I gotta thank Cody for being that industry face. Like, not just like WB, the face right now in a bra or SmackDown or even W, but just the entire industry. So, that's why I have Cody as a top face for right now. Just for his ability to move things, move mountains aspect. But, I think we're out of time. Mm-hmm. 
There you have it, folks. Top five faces. Um, but follow us on social media at Wrestling Makes. And uh, share your thoughts with us. Who do you like? Who do you want to see us talk about? Who are your faces? Who are your heels? Whatever you want to talk about. What's your favorite sandwich? Uh, but follow us on social media at Wrestling Makes. Follow us on TikTok as well and like some cool videos. Get at us wherever you get your podcasts on Apple, Google, Spotify, and uh, wherever. And if you want to get a glimpse of all this, check us out on YouTube at Wrestling Makes and subscribe and throw us a five star review as well. But for CB and 80. Uh, We'll see you next time at Wrestling Makes the World Takes. Peace.